What's up guys, I wanna welcome you to my channel. My name is Dr. Tom LeHue, and today we are gonna be talking about the blind spots of type three. And before we get started, in the description below is a link to my webpage, and I do offer coaching appointments for individuals or sometimes couples. Uh, whatever I can do to help you be a healthier you, uh, help you be more present to your relationships, um, just check out that description below. Also, thank you to my patrons. I really appreciate your support and uh, your encouragement for believing in me and believing in this channel. All right, so let's get into our discussion today. We're going to be talking about blind spots for type 3. And of course, you know, type 3s are very driven, focused individuals that uh, often are very goal-oriented. Um, they are in the worth, shame, feeling group and uh, with 2s and 4s. And uh, threes, you know, want to believe that they have value and worth. And of course, we all do. Uh, created in the image of God, we all have worth and value. But twos, threes, and fours sometimes struggle with that sense of where their value comes from. And it's as if they're saying, I need to give some reason why I deserve to be alive. And uh, so they're they're looking for value. They're looking for worth. They uh, want to be loved and accepted and appreciated. And so they have the sense that, that they will find that value in what they accomplish, in what they attain, in accomplishing their goals, and the exterior image. They often over-identify with the exterior image they um, want to look good. They want to. Uh, they want to appear good. They want to be seen as important and seen as good and and seen with valuable things. And if I have valuable things, then I'm a valuable person. And so, like every type, there's blind spots, uh, things that you may not see about yourself that, if pointed out to you, could help you uh, see those blind spots and then maybe mitigate those to some degree. Uh, you'll see see your impulses and your compulsions in your type. And then when you become aware of those, you might see them pop up from time to time and realize, oh, this is three stuff, you know, and maybe I don't have to let this three stuff control me. Maybe I can uh, choose a different path, choose a different uh, course that might be in my better interests or my better life good, we might say. All right, so let's look at the top uh, the top uh, blind spots of type three. Uh, thank you to uh, Beatrice Chestnut and her books. Uh, super, super author, uh, m among some of my favorites when it comes to the Enneagram. So let's, let's look at the blind spot she points out for type three. Uh, number one, your emotions and the value of emotions in general. And so for type threes, you know, emotions can be called or thought of as roadblocks or speed bumps. You know, we got stuff we want to do as a three. We got stuff we need to accomplish as a three. And, um, you know, who has time to stop and feel your emotions, which is interesting since they're in the feeling group, but they're in the middle of the feeling group. And those that are in the middle in that triangle of six, three and nine are often disconnected from their center. So sixes are disconnected from the thinking center and nines are disconnected from the doing center and threes are disconnected from the feeling center. So threes, what that means is that threes are often sort of stuck in the thinking and doing mode uh, and then they have to make an effort to switch out of that into the feeling mode. And so they would have to actually stop and feel their emotions. 
Uh, but to do that, you know, they're going to have to stop. And that's kind of the whole problem is when you're focused on achieving and focused on goals and focused on what you're accomplishing, then stopping is not really something that you are inclined to do. You're inclined to continue moving and continue crushing your goals and, and winning and, and overcoming obstacles. And, and all of this is done in an attempt to prove one's self-worth or prove one's worth and value. If I accomplish a lot, I'm a valuable person. If I uh, look great, I'm a valuable person. If I wear valuable things I'm a value and have valuable possessions, I'm a valuable person. And so to stop and feel your emotions um, could be contrary to accomplishing goals. You know, your emotions can be problematic. They can be troublesome. Feeling sad that you're not spending enough time with your family would then cause you to think, maybe I need to slow down on these work goals. Well, that's going to be a problem if you're proving your worth and value by your work. Who has time to stop and feel their emotions that could get in the way of accomplishing goals? So this drive to get things done uh, can cause threes to sometimes avoid or minimize their emotional life. Now, I'm a seven, right? And so sevens don't always want to feel their emotions either. Um, emotions can be painful. And sevens tend to move away from what is painful or what is tedious or boring. And uh, so sevens tend to avoid their emotional life, at least the darker side of their emotional life, what we would call the darker side of their emotional life. And so as a seven, I'm sort of pointing out to threes, hey, we have something in common here. Um, you know, sevens may not want to focus on the darker emotions and threes may not want to focus on their emotions because if they did, it might slow them down. It might cause them to have to reevaluate some of their goals and reevaluate how their time is maybe perhaps being spent. Uh, that being said, threes may tap into emotions in terms of reading people, you know, reading the room. Threes have a tendency to sort of be who people want them to be, give the people what they want, um, to be a great presenter. Think of a person always on, on a job uh, interview, you know, reading the people and tapping into emotional things, uh, but not to feel their emotions, but to sort of get a sense as to the emotions of the room so that I can better than uh, conform my presentation or my image that I'm presenting so as to win this audience over, so as to, you know, sell myself or sell uh, my product uh, to an audience. Okay, so <clears throat> let's see. Threes need to develop uh, more awareness of their emotions and uh, more sensitivity to their emotions, a willingness to sit with their feelings and really feel their feelings, which might mean slowing down, literally slowing down or stopping, sitting in a chair, uh, closing your eyes, and just letting yourself feel what whatever might, might come up. Um, to know who they really are and what they really want and, and what's really worth doing. So sometimes threes can be so stuck in the doing mode that they don't take time to really take stock as to whether or not is what I'm doing really worth doing? Is what I'm doing what I really want to be doing? Is it really accomplishing a goal that matters? Not just accomplishing a goal and that matters, which is kind of the way a three might think is accomplishing goals is what matters. But 
are the goals that I am accomplishing goals that truly matter? And if I'm not in touch with my emotions, then how can I really truly say that these goals matter if I'm not really listening to myself? And there's a sense in which threes and nines kind of share that um, that that characteristic of not really paying attention to themselves, not really listening to themselves, um, getting so focused as a three on accomplishing that uh, you're not really listening to yourself to find out, is this what I really want to accomplish? Or is this just what is expected of me to accomplish? Is this just what will win me the attention and the applause and the affection of the crowd? Is this really something that I truly value and if i'm not in touch with my emotions how can i say for sure or i'm not really in touch with my identity my core identity only my external identity then how can i really know that this is what i want to accomplish all right number two all right so another blind spot of type threes um, is the value of slowing down the value of slowing down and occasionally stopping taking a rest, sort of moving to nine, you might say, in a healthy way, in a mitigated way, instead of slamming down on nine. You know, we tend to slam down on our uh, numbers of un unhealth or our numbers of stress when we've overdone it. And so when a three, you know, gets so overworked, um, uh, so disconnected from relationships and disconnected from family, you might see them uh, give up and sort of slam down on that nine, pull the curtains down and, you know, just turn the, uh, the lights off and just uh, sleep uh, or maybe even abuse drugs uh, in their depression. So we're not talking about slamming down on that nine, but what if you could what if you could uh, go in a in a more um, uh, concerted way, in a more focused, intentional way to the nine, and pick up some of that rest, you know, that you might need, and say maybe it's okay to slow down. Maybe one of my goals this year should be to slow down and uh, stop and smell the roses, you know, and uh, maybe I don't have to get from uh, marker mile one to marker mile five. Uh, in under a deadline. Maybe I could just enjoy the trip. Maybe I could slow down and enjoy the trip. Threes risk their health. Uh, they risk maybe their psychological well-being, their mental health, uh, and often their relationships because so focused on reaching goals um, that uh, maybe you don't take the time to really focus on what's most important in life. Your physical health, your relationships, your family life, uh, your spiritual life, your uh, your mindfulness. Uh, and I know that I could look up here on a shelf of leadership books and self-improvement books, and probably most of them are written by threes on how to be a better you and how to accomplish more and how to win at every turn and avoid failure. But what a failure it is if you, um, if you miss out on the most important things of life. Um, family relationships and uh, friendships and nurturing those friendships and even friendship with yourself. You know, spending time with yourself and in your own heart and in your own mind and being mindful of every day. Um, is it really a success if you get to the top of the corporate ladder? but uh, you don't really like yourself um, or you can't really sit uh, with yourself um, or sit with the people that are should be closest to you in life. So threes could risk the most important things of life for the lesser important things of life. And um, 
So we might focus on how, why do I do things so fast? And why do I jump from one goal to the next? Do I really take time to celebrate a goal when I've reached it? Do I really take the time to celebrate with the people that I love and to uh, give attention to those people? And so there maybe there's a, a, a value in consciously slowing down and uh, taking better care of myself. So, you know, threes tend to be in sprint mode, but life is meant to be lived in marathon mode. And it's great to sprint to a goal, you know, when, when, when the opportunity arises or when the need or there's a crisis. Uh, maybe it's very appropriate to sprint toward a goal at seasons in your life um, or under stress. But when life is lived as a sprint, it's going to take a toll on your long-term physical health, long-term um, mental health, and relationship health. And, you know, those need to be, look at your life wheel assessment. You know, go on Google image search and type in life wheel assessment. And, you know, look at the entire life, um, your spiritual life, your relationships, your community life, uh, your physical surroundings, your health, and make sure that you know you're not just over-focused on your work goals or your career goals uh, that tend to give you the feedback that gives you that sense of worth and value. Make sure that you're living holistically and, uh, and focusing your attention and your energy on all of your life uh, and making goals for all of your life. And don't turn that into, now I got to accomplish so much more. Uh, sometimes much can be accomplished uh, in resting. You know, as a father and husband, um, I, I understand over the years the importance of vacations. Now, my family has never been a wealthy family, and we've never been able to do, you know, those, uh, you know, extreme vacations that people might save up for. And uh, we've we've always just had, you know, um, uh, a lot of kids and uh, that, you know, it takes a lot of money to be broke. Okay. And uh, so, but we've always valued um, vacations and just getting away and just seeing some place that maybe we've never seen before, visiting with extended family. And I've learned over the years that so much can be accomplished on vacations, family wise, relationships. Sometimes more can be accomplished on a week or two of vacation in terms of building relationships with your kids or with your family than sometimes can be accomplished in months of just average ordinary daily life. So that value of slowing down, that value of, of spending time, you know, threes want to, you know, judge everything in terms of quality, you know, the quality, the worth of it, the value of it. But sometimes you have to spend quantity of time with people in order to get to that quality. Okay, number three, another blind spot for the three is uh, your real self, your inner self, your core self. Um, underneath that flashy exterior, underneath that, that winning smile, you know, that winning image, uh, apart from that exterior image, threes tend to overfocus on the exterior life, on how they're coming across, on the way people are receiving them. But when you can really get away from all those people and just get alone by yourself, if you could slow down long enough and really think about the core person, you know, peel the layers of the onion away, what is at your core? And are you really developing that core you? 
You know, who is that real you? Do you know that real you? Um, what usually gets lost in uh, threes doing and achieving is themselves. And again, I said there's some connections between three and nine. Obviously, you look at it on the Enneagram, they're connected. But, you know, nines tend to lose themselves and nines tend to not hear themselves. Um, nines tend to talk to themselves and tell themselves it's okay, it's fine, it's whatever, I don't mind this, this is all right. And they don't really want to listen to themselves because when nines listen to themselves, they're going to hear things that become problems for them and they don't want problems. And threes, you know, might not really listen to themselves. They kind of have their ear ground to the ear to the ground of the audience. You know, what is going to make me uh, influential and a winning uh, personality with the audience? But if you could get away from that audience for a little bit and just, you know, maybe think about, well, what do I want? You know, and there's that three leaning on that four wing is what is important to me, what's authentic to me. And you can see why a three so much needs that four wing to ask what is really authentic to me, uh, what is true to me, what really matters to me, what is really important to me. And if, if threes aren't careful, you know, like nines, they can get to the end of all of their goals. And yeah, they've accomplished a lot. But what have they sacrificed for those accomplishments? Um, so over-focused on the image, on what can help you look good, what can make you appear good, um, that they may not really know any longer who they are uh, as persons or what they really want or how they really want to live. So discovering who you are, you know, is really what the Enneagram is all about. And recognizing that you tend to focus your attention on the external. So what would it look like for you? If I could challenge you, what would it look like to try to shift that focus away from the external for just a moment uh, to the internal life, to what you're feeling, to what you're sensing, to what seems authentic and important to you that you value beyond just the externals? Um, that would really be a, a great exercise uh, for for you to 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 try. Okay, next uh, next blind spot is the importance of relationships. The importance of relationships, and I would say for their own sake, for their own value, because threes might tend to look at relationships like, well, this relationship is important because of what it promises to bring to me. In other words, it's important for me to to have a good relationship with Marty because Marty has uh, the ear of the supervisor. And so I can see where this friendship could be strategic. And so I'm going to, um, to pursue a friendship with Marty because he might be able to get me in good with the supervisor and that could increase my chances and improve my uh, opportunities. Now that's not really a, a real genuine relationship. That's a strategic relationship and, um, you know, there, there is some worth and value in building those networks, but, but I'm talking about just enjoying relationships for their own sake, uh, because relationships, um, are, are important and necessary in our life. You know, when God put Adam and Eve, uh, Adam in the garden, he said, it's not good for man to be alone. And so, uh, we need each other. We need relationships with others, not because of what they could accomplish for us, but because the relationships themselves uh, are important. We see ourselves best in the eyes of others. And uh, we see um, um, 
opportunities to love and be loved, to give and to receive, and we were designed to live in relationships and in community with people. And when relationships are just seen as a means to an end, uh, we're really undervaluing what the role of relationships could be and should be in our life. So threes have a tendency to sacrifice relationships um, if in their pursuit of their goals and in their pursuit of uh, their work and uh, attaining that sense of value and worth from their accomplishments, they may underestimate the importance of being present with people. Let's say it that way, with being present with people. Giving their attention and their affection to others, um, it can be hard for them to be present with people. It can be difficult for them to be present enough to realize that they're not being present. To be aware enough in the moment to realize, I'm not really letting myself connect with, with these people around me. Uh, I'm not really opening my life up. Maybe you're afraid. Maybe you're afraid that if you did open up with the people around you, that they wouldn't like you, or they wouldn't care for you, or maybe they wouldn't be impressed by you if you were just simply yourself, if you just uh, relaxed and, uh, and opened up, maybe people uh, would reject you. And that would be a scary thing to be rejected. You would maybe feel like uh, that you didn't have any worth and value if people uh, weren't impressed or weren't uh, you know, sensationalized by, by, by you and all that you are. If you just left laid laid that trench coat aside you know all that all that exterior stuff aside and you just opened up to people you might find that they really like you you might find that uh, people love you for you uh, wouldn't that be a great feeling if you didn't have to impress them if they just loved you because because of who you were uh, because of your inner beauty and not your exterior uh, focus um, wouldn't that be an awesome thing? And and I and I think that could happen. Uh, but people want to know you. Um, sometimes it can it can be difficult in relationships with threes because um, you get you can get kind of tired of hearing uh, uh, the pedigree. You know, you can get kind of tired of hearing uh, all the accomplishments. And people that aren't threes maybe see through that and think, "Wow, this person is really insecure." Because they're constantly telling me uh, how important they are. They're constantly showing me in direct and indirect ways uh, all that they've accomplished and how uh, prestigious their career is. And, uh, you know, sometimes the very thing you're trying to accomplish, uh, you may be diminishing, trying to impress people with, with your education, with your work experience, with your accomplishments, you might not be impressing them. Maybe it's working against you. You should consider that, that maybe people are seeing you as insecure. And if you could just lay all that external stuff away, lay it aside for a moment, and just open yourself up to people, you might find that people embrace you just because they like you. If they could get to know you, um, wouldn't it be great to feel accepted for who you are rather than for what you've done? Uh, wouldn't that be a wonderful thing to try to, um, to try to accomplish as a goal? Okay, 
I feel a little bit like Mr. Rogers here. <laughs> You're special, and uh, and uh, there's nobody like you. Okay, well, you know, uh, looking like Mr. Rogers would probably be a good thing, right? Okay, so... Um, Let's see. Examine the state of your relationship. Okay, so the last thing is, the last blind spot is uh, the need for love. What's behind the image management and the need for recognition? Wow, that's a good thought, isn't it? What's behind all of that? I mean, at the end of the day, what what is it you really hope to accomplish by accomplishing all that you accomplish? Isn't it uh, acceptance and approval? Uh, isn't it a sense of worth and value and and um, you know I always think we're not just running towards something in life and you can see that the threes are clearly sprinting toward goals and toward accomplishments but you know that that more uh, meaningful question we might all ask ourselves is what are we running from what are we running away from um, is it a sense of of a lack of value or worth or shame uh, you know who am I apart from what I do who am I apart from what I accomplish who am I apart from my winning exterior and so that need for love um, you might realize is really behind all of this um, threes do all that they do to be loved and appreciated for who they really are but maybe we don't get to see who you really are see uh, we might want to see who you really are, um, but, but maybe we wouldn't be impressed. So there's a fear that I've got to cover up who I really am because who I really am is a fake. I'm an imposter. You might feel a little bit like a phony on the inside. Um, but, you know, that that may be a true feeling um, that you, but but we might want to get to know you. Maybe the exterior is the phony. Maybe the exterior is the fake. So um, threes can get so busy and focused on living uh, from an image that they aren't really at home inside themselves. Now that's, that's a powerful thought, isn't it? Are you at home inside yourself? Um, they aren't at home inside themselves to receive the warmth and positive regard from others. Um, threes on a growth path benefit from realizing what really drives them. It's a need for affection. And uh, doing what it takes to open up and actually uh, getting that closeness and that affection. So, I mean, you know, the thought pops into my mind, like, what's the point of Christmas? Um, and I don't know why this thought popped into my mind. Um, but I, I, let's just go with it and see where it takes us. What's the point of Christmas? What does Christmas accomplish for us? What do birthdays accomplish for us? Um, if I was a three... You know, I might think that Christmas needs to be extravagant. Christmas needs to be impressive. I might think, you know, we need a beautiful, tall, full showcase Christmas tree. You know, we need all of the best decorations. And we really need to impress, you know, have a beautiful layout and a beautiful spread. And we need to um, provide our kids with gifts that, uh, you know kind of knock their socks off you know the the new xbox and the new playstation and and we really need to uh have you know an impressive dinner and invite people over um you know and really be good hosts and hostesses in our community and we really need to um 
you know, have a better homes and garden Christmas. And, you know, I, I guess that all those things are important. Not being a three, not even being close to three, not even having access to the feeling group. I should say that. Remember, sevens have no connection, <laughs> direct connection. Sevens go to five, to one, to eight, six, but we have no connection to the feeling group. Um, maybe that's why I ended up marrying a two, right? Uh, I needed that feeling group, uh, that connection there. But, you know, I guess there's a lot to be said for that uh, showcase storybook, uh, Better Homes and Garden magazine uh, type of Christmas. But, uh, you know, there's a lot to be said for simple and uh, uh, warm and meaningful and, you know, presents don't have to be um, expensive to be meaningful. Presents don't have to be uh, wrapped in the finest paper or come from the finest stores in order to be uh, the right gift. And dinners don't have to be impressive in order to be special. And um, the layout and the spread doesn't have to be exceptional for it to be meaningful. There's a lot to be said for pulling out that old artificial tree and uh, unwrapping it together as a family and putting all those ornaments on the tree that didn't come from the finest stores. Some of them were handmade, you know, and on the surface don't look all that impressive, but have a meaning and richness that can only, uh, be gained from living life uh, in the real world, in the trenches, and um, um, going through the the difficulties and the hardships of life. And given the choice, I know I would gladly choose the simple Christmas with um, with people that love me and know me people that I know and love than the impressive Christmas that might cost a lot more, might be a lot more attractive on the surface, but hollow and shallow. And if there's anything that threes need to uh, be careful of and to be aware of is that tendency to be hollow, that tendency to be like the chocolate Easter bunny, you know, beautiful exterior, a uh, winning smile, sweet to the taste, you know, but, uh, hollow on the inside. When a three slows down and focuses on that inner life and connections with other people and starts to make a relationships their goal and starts to make meaning and mindfulness and spiritual development their goals, um, to make their goal to, uh, to really think about what uh, the, the goals in life should be, um, that three starts to lean on the two and focus on others and making others great and uh, lean on the four, what's really valuable and important to me. And rather than in their uh, medium health or their unhealth, uh, seek to differentiate themselves by all that they have accomplished and all that they have achieved, um, they move to a healthier place where they help others accomplish help others achieve, help others reach their goals. And that three moves to that healthy six 
where they live their life in connection with others, um, lifting others up and bettering the lives of others from a full life, not a hollow life. Thank you, guys. As always, be present to life.